Today on The Big Inside, we will eliminate every plateau and obstacle you have ever experienced while trying to get in shape. That's right. Every obstacle. We're going to tell you how to avoid it. We're, we're giving away free steroids. That's what we're doing. To, no, we're not. Just kidding. No, we're not doing that. But we are discussing what we find to be one of the biggest and most common errors that people make in their training and their lifting and their bodybuilding and all whatever thing it is they're doing, sports. It's one of the most common errors that causes progress to slow down, stop, or even reverse due to injury. Um, and maybe maybe we'll give away some, some steroids too. One servings of steroids. No, not at all. That and more today on The Big Inside. Here we go. It's another Monday night somewhere. Wait, that doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense. Well, I, I guess it's time once again for the big inside. Broadcasting from the world-famous Public Alley 701 in the completely plateaued city of Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN, and this is The Big Inside. This is, I'm, I'm furious because I'm, this is going to be a slow show today because there's this little movie that came out that Scott went to go see and I didn't get to go see and he's like dying to like give spoilers on it. You may have heard of it. I believe it's called Rogan, Star Wars Rogan, I believe it's called. And uh, he's he's just completely with the force today. So I'm going to try and I'm distracted because he's all about the force. He's literally doing the force. Yeah, we're this uh, Star Wars special edition episode. You are such a nerd. Eric, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, right in the middle of the intro, too. Okay, here we here, this is the show where we where we, <laughs> I can't even get to the script. We intersect what transforms the body with what transforms the world in order to turn our perspectives on both inside out. We're all about the conversation, not the education, and sometimes about the force. But with a little bit of luck, you'll end up learning something along the way. This episode is the third in a special mini-series of conversation-focused episodes between myself and show regular Scott Batorf, who... Was it good? Was it good, though? Was it? It was really good. Everyone's probably seen it. By the time anyone listens to this, it's going to be two years. It's literally, it's it's currently December 2016. The first time someone listens to this, it's going to be like, you know, March 2019. And so they're going to be like, everyone saw that. Everyone knows Rogue One wasn't that good. And there's going to be some other movie that would have come out. And, you know, it's going to be like that. But uh, (laughs) you're seeing it again? It's that good? Yeah, tonight. Yeah. He's such a nerd. The, I, saw, uh, I saw the last one like five times, but geez. I might have I liked this one a little bit more, to tell you the truth. We will be giving out Scott Batorf's number for the ladies at the end of this because, dear God, listen to this poor single guy. The um, <laughs> <laughs> I will see Star Wars until I get a date, Um, which is why you don't get a date. No, just kidding. It's so, a good approach, actually. <laughs> <laughs> see, look, I've now here's the thing. Here's what's happening on today's show. I've met a lot of athletes over the years and uh, I would, that I would call advanced or elite level. I mean, even Scott Batorf himself, I consider one of the most elite level athletes I've ever experienced. Um, but these buzzwords can often be misleading. And, you know, while these elite athletes' bodies perform in ways that confound expectations, just blow your mind, and they have the self-will to achieve that can give anyone's sense of enthusiasm a run for their money, they meanwhile, they, they usually have gaps, literal gaps in their understanding of what it truly takes to get ahead that oftentimes 
the elite or the advanced athlete, ironically, doesn't always know everything that goes into what made them that way. So people start blaming genetics and all these other things, which sometimes is true. But it boils down to this. If you start out with basics, right, and stay consistent with those basics, your body will advance. It will become advanced. That's obvious. But then if you just kept applying those basics, those beginner methods that got you there to an advanced body, well, it's going to end up insufficient to help that body advance further. Because think about it, like if you did the basic thing to get to step B and then you keep using step A, you're not going to get to step C. Now that my audience is lost and is tuned out and going to see Rogue One, let's just continue to say it's like, it's just, the point is it's, inc it's, it's incredibly common that people who have made progress stick devotedly to the same training practices and programs that they use that got them their earliest and best results. Their bodies have moved on, their lives have moved on, their mentalities have moved on, but their approach ironically has barely budged. Why is this? Well, Today on The Big Inside, on uh, The Big Deal Discussion, Scott and I are going to try and unravel it. We're going to try and figure out. You're going to use the force to pry open this mystery even a little bit. We're not going to, you know us, we'll never get to the answer. We'll never get to the the pristine, perfect answer. But we will get, get some uh, ideas on the topic. Um, and we're going to look at what can go wrong by keeping things too basic. Scott's actually, I wish this was a video show because Scott's literally been performing the force on me with his hands the whole time. So these are not my words. These are not the droids we're talking about today. And the, these um, are not the muscles that you're looking for. No. I, what a great, whoa! That's a segue, dude. Like, yeah, seriously? I was ready for that one. <laughs> I'm gonna, there's going to be a comment. Hey, I liked Scott's quip today. No one comments on our show. Let's get real. To the two listeners who are- They did. They did last time. Did you see that? Wait. Stop the show. Someone who, who someone commented and gave us a thumbs up? Yeah. You didn't oh. read it? What the? I'm, I'm <laughs> Seriously? Pause right there. I am so used to being on an island of thought in the podcast sphere. I'm literally, I'm like, you know, this is, I'm from the galaxy in Star Wars. They don't even get, I'm that, the planet where they make the, 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 uh, the clones because no one knows where it is. I'm not on any map. I'm just, you know, been hanging out here, talking, Scott. No, but that's awesome. Was it positive? I really, I'm really impressed. Yeah, it was um, actually a buddy of mine who uh, is oh, a well, yoga instructor. Not... Oh, that can't. Uh, 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 California. Damn it. So. I thought it was a stranger. Not that I don't love you guys who are listening who I've never met or who we've never met. The um, Yeah, because the, well, the sound. Oh, my God, the sound quality. I didn't even mention that at the top of the show. Whoa, the sound quality sucked last time. But it was I... good content. I actually enjoyed that last show better than the first one. What? You know, the sound quality was like, Cause you it sound was like good. old school THX. Seriously, I felt like I was like, Christian is activated. Good gum. All right, let's get back to the deal. So, Scott, when you started lifting, when I started lifting, actually, I'm going to speak to my own. This ain't no interview. When I started lifting, all right, I, um, you know, I gathered up everything I could. And this was very common. Everyone, because I know that you have like a, you, you see this a lot in bodybuilding. I do as well. And let's just be clear to our audience, this isn't going to be all about bodybuilding, but bodybuilding and the people who pursue that sort of aesthetic thing, God, they're great whipping boys. Oh my God, you can just pull out flaws left and right. Not to say that athletic training or just regular exercise or anything else doesn't fit this this mode, but you know, the bodybuilding thing is easy to, to, to unravel because it has so many blatantly obvious facets. And I was picking up all the things I could. And I, when I say the first probably seven years, eight years I was in the gym, while the programs did progress, 
they only progressed like modeled after the previous. There wasn't any sort of new intrusions for a long time. Um, it would just be like form tips or I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it on Tuesday instead of on Wednesday. Like I'll, I'll with bodybuilding. It's typically, um, it's typically uh, like body part splits, like do your leg day, do your back day, do your bicep day. And they, you know, and people just roll forward because that's what they see the big guys do. Um, we see this a lot also in say like CrossFit or more importantly, say powerlifting, like a powerlifter will get progress they'll have this max you know they'll be benching you know 380 420 forfeit like these incredible they'll be squatting you know 500 525 and they just do it and they keep repeating with the discipline they did before and they're wondering why am i why is it not why is these numbers not going up what's happening you know what i mean and uh they don't they don't change anything they don't add anything so did you do this? You're laughing at this. I can I can tell you're laughing at this, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm a silent laugher now. I know. Usually you have the big <laughs> oh, laugh. My, my, my laughing has gone rogue. Oh, oh God. He doesn't <laughs> want to talk about muscles today. No, so right. seriously, have you, is, is this yeah. something that you did yourself? Did you ever fall prey to this non-advancement thing? I did, Not actually. Too- um, but it was part of my advancement since I was kind of mindful of it. But I, okay. I loved, I was thinking about today, I was like, oh man, training like biceps and triceps. Like just the whole two or three hours of just training biceps and triceps. You used to do that? <laughs> yeah. Like I remember I was doing tricep pushdowns back in the day. I was doing reps of like 30, 40, 50. Wow. Well, awesome. I mean, and but here, let's pause right there a second. <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't, exactly, it is awesome. I wouldn't advocate that, but there was no arguing that you had yeah. amazing arms and shoulders. Like, there was no arg- arguing that there wasn't a result there. That's not the point of the show. We're not going back and saying things that people are doing are wrong. The point of it is that at a point, you couldn't do that anymore and get, expect the same level of results, right. right? I had to change it. But it's because immediately I, when I tried to do it again, it didn't work. But obviously, I did a lot of research. I was always researching every second. So it was probably a little different than most. I get this... Most commonly, um, from or I get the people who notice it are typically, believe it or not, um, strength athletes. They notice it first. I know that most people would stereotype the bodybuilders or the aesthetic type athletes as being like, "Oh, I'm not getting the same results." But one thing about that aesthetic thing is when you hit that stasis point where you just like have your beach abs and broad shoulders and are looking good the impatience doesn't quite hit you as quickly as somebody who's month after month trying to push a number up, i.e. lifting more, or even more importantly, an athlete who's trying to move faster or, or you know, get more agile or whatever thing. And they're saying, why is it not going up? The most common thing I see is people go, oh, it must be your diet. Oh, you're not getting stronger. Must be your diet. You need, you need to eat more protein. You need, how did you? Are you having protein. a multivitamin? Yeah, exactly. Are you having a protein. how? How about how's your carbs? You know, and they just they immediately think the secret is like the diet, and then what ends up happening is oftentimes there are deficits. The person adopts that, but they've done nothing for the self care of their body. Nothing to say I'm going to approach my body from an advanced standpoint. They're going to keep that same old program and just say, oh, I just needed more kale. Silly me, and they take that as evidence that their training was actually you know, somehow within the right realm of thinking. When I say advanced, 
Let's just let's let's we keep talking around it vaguely, Scott. Let's you and I go over what advanced might look like. So let's just say I spend an hour in the gym, or like if I'm Scott, 19 hours in the gym, right? No, no, like a, like a, like seriously, like an hour or two hours. We won't say in the gym. We'll say training, but let's just say gym. Gym will be our slang word. Hour to two hours in the gym. If that was a pie chart, I think that an advanced athlete would actually it would be half and half. It'd be like black and like a black uh, black and white or whatever. I meant yin and yang, whatever. Where half of it would be that weights, and the other half would be things like stretching, fascia work. You know, uh, whatever they, whatever, but active, not just like I think what a lot of athletes do. They say you need more rest, and that's the first intrusion of an advanced program, resting more. And they think like, oh, I'll loaf on the couch more. It's like no, 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 yoga or stretching or Pilates or something that's actually changing, um, something other than the muscle bellies, which is what yeah, lifting weights would do. Active recovery, yeah. Active recovery. There's the. Finally, you speak <laughs> up. My God, I've been uh-huh. up. talking my <laughs> brains out. So things like like what are give me forms of active recovery? Let's see here. Um, people, I know a lot of people that like foam rolling, uh, yoga. Um, people or even, can do, or even like that? foam rolling. Like you could even take like a lacrosse ball or my, like or lacrosse you know my, ball, yeah. my my favorite. It wasn't from him, but I learned it from the, you know, he's a he's a world-class powerlifter, excuse me, powerlifter, world-class strongman, and also a powerlifter, God bless him, Eric Dawson, a brilliant man, and he puts a softball in a tube sock. This this contraption costs a grand total of 4 to $6, and you kind of like, you know, you roll your, under your scapula, and in your, you know, latissimus, and your armpit, and you know, backs of your ass crack and whatever thing you got to roll out instead of using the foam roll. It's brilliant. So sometimes it can be very primitive items that do these things. So we got like the rolling concept and that kind of work. Um, I think that a lot of people that, that opens the door to, I don't think a lot of people quite like to stretch and do all that because let's get real. You're going to top off your your testosterone with a big ass lift and you're going to get up and you're going to look swole and awesome. And the high, the emotional and hormonal high from that. I mean, you can't really get that when you're like, you know, doing a nice relaxed stretch. And the two modes are so different that if someone has gotten, let's just say really hooked, hint, 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 like addicted to that high of the gym, it's really hard to groom them to be like, Hey, you know what? But you, you want more of that high. Unfortunately, you have to, take away some of the time of lifting and put it towards something else really hard to do yeah uh, actually on this one you can actually get a similar high just in a different way by just opening getting familiar with the tissue more okay and uh, that's what i've experienced and i believe you have but scott you just said oh raisins are nature's candy they're great for halloween like that's what you just said it can't yeah uh, Don't yeah, go I, to I, Scott's I, house for Halloween. He'll say, these raisins are just as good as gummy bears. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, it's um, not the same no, kind of high at all. It's different high, is what I said. Um, but it, you can evolve it, though. Because I know with myself, when I'm more open up tissue, I get more, I get euphoric feeling when I stretch, but because I can actually feel my body. And, and then, obviously, there's hormonal things that happen. But obviously, it's different than loading it at the gym. Right. Well, that's the um, thing. That loading. Yeah. Uh, thank you for bringing up that word. I know how you. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get into. <laughs> no, so hit me. Hit me. Well, you got to just speak up. Oh no, no, no. It's good. No, I, I, I was just, I wanted to see how that unfolded. <laughs> did it unfold, or did I make an origami swan? 
Yeah, you, I think it made more an origami frog. But anyway. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, the um, no, it definitely can get the something. It's different. The loading, though, is ama- it's amazing. You know, like the growth hormone you're going to get out of that and the hormonal response from training with loading. So. Right. The um and that's the 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 thing that hmm, that really you know did you I, like that word? <laughs> no, no. I was thinking. I I saw a notification come in. I'm hoping that didn't make it on the air. Hey, we're going for we're gonna go. We're going for a Peabody Award for broadcasting excellence. So we have little notifications coming over our computer. Sorry about that. Um, what did it say? Eat more protein. <laughs> yes, it said eat more protein. No, I like what you said. Like that's the thing is that the growth that growth hormone the loading thing is arguably addictive and so we're taking a tangent now but i think a very apropos one i don't think it's i hate to say addictive addiction because that does belittle addiction that belittles the disease of addiction but i'm just saying it for the vernacular that people get hooked on it and Mm -hmm. it it, it can be compared to addiction because if you're going to say an addiction is a repetitive behavior that causes massive collateral damage yet you repeat it anyway for the high that you get from it. Well, that is kind of what happens with guys who lift. They're, it's, they're causing massive collateral damage in spite of the fact that the high of the lift is still gratifying. And they, that's the part that I'm saying it's hard to pull guys away from. And if you tell them, I have only 10 or 12 or 8 or 6 hours a week that I dedicate to training, and you're telling me I got to give up 6 of those getting a high hours or like half of that six or half of that eight or a third of it even, or a, or a quarter of it. And you just, you know, they're like, Oh, but oh, it's not going to be the same demotivation, frustration. And I think that's what keeps people in that. I want to stay with what I got. I really do. How do I get, you know, and, and you can, you can argue with them. Well, if you do this other stuff and do the stretching and all that, you're going to get a better, you know, release, which is true. But that leap of faith, it's really hard for athletes to make. I think it keeps them plateaued because they just – it's really hard to let go of like, yeah, but I'm getting less of the thing I like now, you know, the, the i.e. Right. the high of the load. I'm not getting as much of that if I do this other stuff. So I know I need to do this other stuff to take care of it. But, man, I want right. my load, man. Yeah, that, I mean that's – I mean that seems like an introductory way of starting with training. Like it does make you feel good and gets you high. But like some people evolve, but some people just stick to that. They just want that the all the adrenals and the the hormones and the drugs of the body circulate, right. which is great. But then it goes if you stay with it longer to have an attention with it, right? And then do the other stuff. Then it evolves, which is what I actually love even more. But um, but yeah, but like you said, most people get stuck on all the drugs of our body, which it's hard not to because they feel really amazing. Yeah, exactly. But then you can learn more and then evolve it, and it, it it actually gets better. Well, this is so, why I think I think we don't see more long term lifting athletes. I think most people say it's because. Okay, now I'm going to go. Up, I'm going really anecdotal now. I, I, I like I said at the top of the show. I've met so many advanced athletes and coaches and people of high levels. And the only ones I've seen who go a long way. In fact, I mentioned that athlete Eric Dawson. I, I will mention him again because he's his career is rather extended for somebody who beats the hell out of his body. It's very extended. But when you look at his regimen, this dude, his you know active healing, his regimen, arguably is 
it's probably three to one as far as time. Maybe I can't say that about him. I don't know him that like his the specifics of his program well. But I'd say for every you know two hours spent active healing, it's only one hour of lifting. So you look at his proportions, and there's a lot more focus on making sure his body can perform advanced than there is doing the advanced work. I think that's where guys get tripped, and you get such shortened, abbreviated, protracted careers in sports, CrossFit, bodybuilding, whatever thing, you know, strongman, powerlifting, whatever. They get protracted. The guy doing it is so high off of his, like, awesomeness. Nah, I'm not going to shorten it down. Now nah, I'll be great. I'll be, I'll be, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this forever, he says. I know exactly what's going to hurt me. But then, you know, bing, bong, bong, like at some random point, something goes haywire. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the first uh, swing of an, a hatchet that takes down the tree. It's the 100th or the 1,000th. So guys will be like, you know, whacking, 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 whacking at their body. And nothing goes wrong. So they're like, see, it's fine. But then they, you can't predict which which one of those whacks will be the one that could right. make it, blow out a knee, blow out a you know, herniate a disc, whatever. Right. And this is why the active recovery phase is so important. Cause right. That's give, the point of the show. It gives me the attention to what isn't working in my body. Right. From and so this is the part where it's you can save yourself. If you do a little work, teeny bit of work. Bullshit. So. It's not teeny. I'm calling bullshit again. Shenanigans. It's not teeny. No, no, Don't you small. dare say it's, it's teeny. No, this is one like this. What this is? It's this 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 easy. You talk about the power lifter guy. I I bet he started something like this. Maybe he started just rolling the ball on his foot. If you just roll that ball on your foot every day, that will unwind the fascia, the bottom of your foot, which where it connects and goes all the way to your skull. And then you'll start to feel more. I and see. And then that will evolve into something. But you meant it, it, you meant yeah. little bit like little bits, meaning take incremental steps. Little bits. Take incremental steps, but make a lot of, of incremental of steps. Headway. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like a small snowball, then accumulate into an avalanche. But you have to start so, small, obviously. Th- now, this is this is we said we weren't going to get into yeah. practical, but we're getting into practical, which I like. Scott's <laughs> suggesting no, we please we can stare at our navels all night long. I can look, I can listen to myself talk forever. Um, I do the force <laughs> on my own brain. No, but like, uh, I'm I'm the C three PO of bad podcasts. Let's get real. Anyway, but like. Uh, the well, the thing is, is that Scott's what Scott's mentioning is that um, practically speaking, don't try to like take a big lump of it at once. Make it incremental. Like plan it for, and I'm gonna just spit out a spitball a number. Plan it for say, okay, two years from now, I will have made that full adjustment. And it, and in the meantime, it's like these two months I'm doing this thing. These two months, and you're adding it incrementally. <coughs> excuse me i think that um that's what that's the practical like takeaway from like that advanced work is that okay i want to have an advanced body but if i do this thing i'm going to lose all my oh the thing i love is going to be gone which is partly true yes yeah, some of it is going to be diminished but if you kind of like ease yourself off of that you're not going to notice the deficit of it as much and when i say ease off i don't mean you're not going to get it anymore i mean Again, take the pie chart of the amount of time and just take a little sliver at first, a small bit of work, and then add another sliver and add it. And eventually it will be like half and half or some other proportion. Um, or, and this is like we're going to be wrapping up in a few minutes, but this is the perfect time to bring up, or just do steroids, right? Yeah, when in doubt, just do steroids. <laughs> well, no, in all, in all seriousness, I, I think this is what drives one of the main things that drives 
uh, the, the steroid fascination. Right. Is... No, it don't what? No, it does. It's, it's all these missing holes of attention and yes. sensation and experience. Yes. Yep. And so then you just jump to the extreme. <laughs> well, that's but the thing is that yeah. if, if I can't get over this hurdle... And this, and you hear this. I mean, lifters, as opposed to bodybuilding, bodybuilders, but even bodybuilders, will just say this outright. They'll say, "I hit a thing. I couldn't get past it, so I'm only using this, quote unquote, as a tool for performance." And I'm sitting there saying, "Okay, so you jumped over a gap that you could otherwise not find a way over, but if you do like the inventory of where they were prior to that gap." You could probably find. I mean, I, you know, this is this is again spitballing anecdotal factors, but you could probably find a decent percentage of stuff that was missing, decent enough to argue maybe that's why you weren't going forward, or maybe even if addressing that doesn't put you forward, maybe you'll you're not going to be plateaued anyway. Maybe it'll be a nudge forward. You know, this is. It's amazing how the rationale comes in and they say, no, by jumping over that hurdle, and I'm talking, this is in like most common user states. I'm not talking about the guy who just deadlifted 1,100 pounds or some silliness, which is, you know, interesting to watch. I I mean, even I'm like, wow. But, you know, so this is not an anti-steroids rant. This is an anti-stupidity rant to say, guys, ladies, whoever, you know, if you can't get over that hurdle, that's an indicator of a missing piece of information, not an indicator of a missing tool that I have to go find, i.e. get externally. Um, and it's because people are so, like you said, Scott, or you inferred earlier, it's that like high of it, that juice of it, that, oh, yeah, that they want. I don't want to slow it down. I want to keep the the perpetual fire going, the high of it all going, 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 as opposed to saying, no, wait a minute, maybe it's that I have an advanced body now and I have to address it in advanced ways that may mean a different budget of how I spend my exercise time. That's like the most scary thing, which is why I think people just take, nah, fuck it, I'll do the steroids. I, mean, I, I believe this hard, heartily. <coughs> well, they, they try to take the, the shortcut. Um, you gotta be aware, ca- yeah. Careful with the language because people hate that language, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I know. Um, it's because they don't want to hear it. The, they're probably not going to want to like to hear the, to do the prehab work or the or the flexibility work or taking care of the tissue because I know I mean I've worked with guys that had been on um, different types of drugs and it does affect the tissue so you actually have to take care of the tissue even more in some aspects in yep. the blood and the liver um, and some will help to heal the joints better than others in tissue obviously but the toxins it creates in the blood is the issue and so blood doesn't flow as well. Um, and so like there's, that's a whole nother show, but like the more specifics of that, but so like, and even more so, so it's like, it just makes more sense to start without something simple, uh, like the, like rolling the ball, the bottom foot, right. and then you get that new attention. And then once you get that new attention, then now you can start to evolve your own plans. But that's just why like, I, like instead of someone doing your plan, they should have like a planned consultant, you know? Yes. You oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I, that's what I want to do. Well, that's what I do do. I do plans, but I actually consult with them and see like where is your attention at when you're actually lifting. Otherwise, if I write this from what you know, like what I think you're going to need, or or even from the assessment, you won't be able to get it. So I have to put it in their their hands and their responsibility. Otherwise, it's just the same. I'm going to get addicted to my drugs into the lift. But then it evolves. It's like a you know, it's like a well, and that's the other thing too. 
Yeah, I, I agree. That's why you do need a consultant because they're come or a coach or somebody who's actually stepping outside of the program phase. And I'm the program phase is actually the the what and how. I'm talking about the why phase of it. Like, so why are we doing? Like, what do you look at? Like that. Someone who has the capacity because it's hard for us as individuals to step out of our. You know, we're in the middle of it. It's hard to get that perspective. But the thing is, and I think that's where it comes from. Is like. You know, here I am. Say I'm a 32, 35-year-old dude, and I'm, you know, I'm off and on the gear, and I go back on some steroids, and I'm, you know, like, I'm feeling like I was when I was 27, and I can argue, quote-unquote, looking and performing better than when I was 23. You know, I can make that argument. Well, there's a, it's, it's, I can imagine, it's very hard to then say, or to even infer, gosh, I have a whole lot of stuff to learn, and step out of that advanced spotlight into what would be arguably like beginner 101 levels of understanding fascia, understanding the organs, understanding the blood, you know, because that's really what would end up happening is that these people would have to like literally tumble down out of the sphere of elite athlete so far that I can see why people would have an egocentric, not arrogant, not overburt, just like a little bit of like, "Ah, well, choice A, go a few more years, don't want to know. Choice B, I got to be like, you know, freshman in lifting school again. Well, I'll just take choice A because I'm, you know, I because everyone's looking at me in their mind. Everyone recognizes my elite status, my numbers, my look, my this, my that. Oh, um, so I, I can understand that. It's a real, it's a hard ego pull to pull away from that. You know, yeah, once you're seen as elite. This is the issue though. Like, this is what, I mean, I'm doing the gym now is like having... I mean, I still have, there's still ego involved, but like, I am aware of it. But the thing is, though, it doesn't misguide other people when they're watching me, you know, that's not so much. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to pick the heaviest weight possible and trying to toss it. And Why not? Like, no. <laughs> but then they're going to be like, oh, he's big and he's tossing away. So I need to do that like that way too. So then their egos get totally inf- like inflated. Yeah. And then, so they think that you have to have an ego, a huge ego to move the weight, which then disregards the body the emotion the 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 brain whatever you know and so it doesn't it doesn't work out and then that doesn't work and then the guy that's doing it is usually on something that's artificial and so then they're like well maybe that's how i'm supposed to do it and you you know and you know what every elite lifter is saying right now if the three that are listening they're saying oh not when i lift oh i'm my my thing my form my this my you know and we don't know that until we have an external (laughs) yeah exactly right right like your, your form. <laughs> the form is what, right? It's always about the form. My form's good. You know, it's like, it's this thing of like, you know, no one, again, that's the ego blocking the perspective. I don't, I don't want to think of myself as missing anything. I'm getting such a high off of this experience that why would I question whether I truly am elite, especially like you're saying, the circle around me, you know, even if, even if you're not a competitor, just like the people who are recognizing you are putting you into that elite stature and saying, you know, like passively, wow, 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 like that wow factor thing, which can happen rather internally. Some people are having these voices in their own head about, you know, their their worth as a lifter, their worth as a bot, whatever. Um, that's a whole other show, of course. But yeah, but the really, <laughs> it, it's it's really hard to get people to just accept. Like you may not be actually working as an elite athlete, in spite of the fact that you are recognized as one. Right, exactly. And uh, if so, it's just an example real quick. When I have this in the past where I was resistant to want to do something or I was closed off or critical 
or judgmental of someone else or technique or even myself. And, it would, and it's the, that reaction is telling me that uh, it's sort of it's the hole in the ego where you get in the, the truth. And it's almost like, hey, this is something you need to be with because you makes you feel uncomfortable. So yeah. keep feeling uncomfortable and you'll get the answer and you'll get you'll get even more than what you bargain for of what you of this body and whatever and the knowledge. So that's that's I mean, that's more valuable than anything. And then that way you can influence people in a po more positive way. Otherwise, it's like it's like a karma. It's like it's, it's like this uh, a cool exchange. They see you being an idiot. And then so they think that you have to be an idiot to, to get these gains, you know, like be in that way. And it's not true at all, you know. So. That, I, I think the simplest way to put it, not to put too yeah. fine a point on it, but just because we need a fine oh. point because we've got to wrap up, is to say in order to avoid the humiliation of uh, loss, you have to be humble with your gains and, and show humility. Right. So humility yeah. and humiliation are two different things. If I'm yeah. humble, I don't care if I'm, you know, the – I'm the Jedi of the gym. I need to like Yoda down and be like, no, I got to learn a couple things here. You know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm always a student. I, I forever will be a student is what I keep learning. Cause the more I learn the, the, like you've heard before, the more I know that I don't know. I agree. Uh, As a coach, I have to say, it's very funny. I'll be talking with an athlete and it's, I can always spot when someone's like, this guy's like coach because I, they'll say something to me and I will say without any zero self-conscious, what's that? Like, I won't even know the words they're saying. And they're right. baffled. You haven't heard of, you know, you know, basta, dasta, right. rasta, crack. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, I, you know, yeah. explain that term to me, sir. Explain that term. And it, just because it is such an infinite amount of knowledge that it's really about the perspective, like you were saying, the perspective of assembling knowledge that's more important than the bank which you are holding, you know? The bank, of course, is vital. You want to have access to the knowledge. But it's the perspective to that knowledge that's actually going to help you say, wait a minute, this program isn't doesn't really match the level of physique I've developed. I've developed something really awesome. Yeah, so here's my here's my challenge. Can you actually be with your program is my challenge. And if you are, you're going to feel vulnerable and humbled. But then from vulnerability, you'll, will come strength. My weaknesses in the gym, if I can be with them, will, will actually is what's going to give me strength. And that's what's been happening lately. This sounds like but a whole – it sounds like a yeah. whole new show topic, honestly, which it should be. Yeah. Maybe we should do a topic this on that. That this is, I had to say that because that's been the big thing for me lately is being with the vulnerability of the weakness. And then I've been getting stronger but feeling more of my body. So Interesting. So where, 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 where can you be specific with one, with a weakness and how you recognize it as a weakness? Um, so uh, with my hamstrings, um, my uh, left hamstring, I couldn't really feel a lot of until the last whatever four or five years it was numb because there was so much scar tissue in it from shooting millions of hockey pucks and i would power up the weight using my fascia i couldn't feel anything yeah. but i start to feel it and it's a lot weaker than the weight i was using before right and right 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 i feel a lot but i'm feeling it but then i get sore there now yeah. and i feel contract and I, I could use like i could use like 25 pounds but i'm feeling it and i'm the happiest guy in the gym i don't care what anyone else thinks and, but before and, you know, and and that yeah. can then and then that can go up because you can feel it yeah. and work with it. Oh, I see what you're. Yeah, it'll go. Up, it'll go up, but not not just for like the looks, but I'll actually get stronger and develop that muscle group. And I'm actually starting to develop my hamstrings even more than what before. And so I'm excited about what? That. Not for the looks. Stop this show immediately. It's all superficial muscle. <laughs> I need to look like the best Instagram.
All right. The um, yeah. that Instagram will never happen. Go to my Instagram and you'll see that will never happen. Um, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> big in size, you get an Instagram. The um, what are we gonna yeah, post? We're we're, an, we're a podcast. What are we gonna, what are we gonna post? We're a podcast. We're oh, we should do one. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> No, we're doing it. It's happening. Oh, dude. We do, yeah, Good we're doing it. Gum. Oh. <laughs> Three episodes in, we're already flushing ourselves down the toilet. All right, that was pretty good, Scott. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, we're gonna run through the sponsors and stuff, Scott. This is great. I'll, let me, let me get through the sponsors, and then I'll, uh, we'll come back around. That does it for this episode. Thanks for stepping into the Big Inside. You can learn more about this show and other shows on thebiginside.com, and find out more about Scott at AspireFlex.life. Um, did I get it right this time? You did. I'm All in one. Yay. <laughs> Meanwhile, we'd love your feedback. So because okay, we don't have an Instagram. So become a big mouth on <laughs> found them, don't overcommit me. Damn you, woman. No. I'll help you with it. <laughs> Drop us an email at our website. Uh, you can find it uh you can find the address at thebiginside.com or by joining the discussion on our Facebook page. See, we're on Facebook. We're social-ish. Today's show has been sponsored by SciSay Sports. Once again, the makers of the new pre-workout formula Rekt. Here, here's another thing how pre-workout formulas can mislead us. Um, when used well, they will help us. And I, for example, did you know that most pre-workout formulas, yeah, pre-workout formulas are made with relatively lower quality ingredients, not that pharmaceutical grade stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, while everything they say is in there is in there, it may not be at its top performance state. It's like buying a loaf of bread and you open it, and there is bread inside, but the bread's stale. Not good. So Saise Sports, three guys from Maine, they decided to, you know, say, hey, let's, let's, what happens if we put all the ingredients in, just the basic stuff you know and trust, at their top potency? Well, it's astounding. You have to try this project product. It's called, I can't talk right now. It's called Rekt, R-E-K-T, Rekt. The company is Saise Sports, S-A-I-S-E-I Sports. And this formula... Oh, it's forget everything you know about other pre-workout formulas. Higher quality means you use less compared to other brands, so it saves you money. You don't need to overscoop. And the clarity, the mental clarity, the energy, the pump, whatever thing it is, astounding. So you can learn more about Rekt and buy it for yourself at SciSaySports.com. That's S-A-I-S-E-I, SciSaySports.com. The program has also been sponsored by the Next Level Leadership Program based right here in Boston. The Next Level has been the premier program created by the Phys Academy to help those with a passion for strength sports and bodybuilding to use their talents to create real-world leadership. The Next Level student-athletes work together on small teams, discrete, unique teams. They form, they disband, they form, they disband. Your own team to learn not only approaches to competitive strength and bodybuilding, the sports they love, but how to take those skills they've learned and then apply them to things like business, personal growth, their relationships, whatever, social leadership, you name it. Learn more about The Next Level and learn about how to enroll on a team at thenextlevel.me. That's thenextlevel, all one word, dot M-E. And lastly, our favorite sponsor is brought to you by Scorpio Creative. It's a boutique design, brand, and marketing firm that specializes in small businesses, especially like, you know, hey, you guys who have small personal training studios or gyms or whatever. Marketing is the key to many businesses' profits. It's That's the thing. If you're a small provider of a service, you got to be out there. you got to have a voice. Too often people try to take the task on themselves and they become either overwhelmed or they get like shoddy kind of ratchet results. So if they look at a big firm, well, they get shocked because they overcharge and they get limited in what services they can actually achieve. 
Scorpio Creative gives you a new option by partnering with you on all your creative branding and online marketing projects, scale down to your size business so it's more effective, more meaningful, and most importantly, more transparent to you as a business owner. Get your small business up to speed today by visiting ScorpioCreative.com. If you like what you hear on The Big Inside, please consider donating on our website. Yes, that's right. Listeners, you guys are what keep us on the air, on this air, on this very shoddy air. So go to TheBigInside.com and you can become a sponsor of this show. Um, or if you are a business, you can become a big sponsor. We're always open to new sponsors. Info on the website. We need your help to keep going. Got through those. Scott, this was a good one. Did you like this one? Was this a good one? Yeah, I know it was. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know where I was going to go at the beginning, but uh, yeah, it landed us for a lot <laughs> a lot more shows and a lot more topics. That I, not just people that to go weight train, but everything. I agree. Anything, I the agree. fitness world or even just goals in general. So you it's could, pretty cool. You could say, we went rogue. We did. <laughs> we went rogue one. Don't <laughs> spoil this movie! I haven't seen it yet. All right. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. This is a good show. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, yeah thank you, Christian. Today's show was produced by the Physiculture Collaborative, who suffers from doing advanced work, even though they clearly are still a bunch of amateurs, and also have not yet mastered the force. And that's the workout for your ears this week. I am Christian Mady, a.k.a. XN for The Big Inside, reminding you that no matter what you do on your outside, what makes it big is what's found on the inside. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. What is that hand thing? I don't know. <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing the force choke at the beginning. Then I was doing the Jedi mind trick. None of which worked because I don't have a mind. But now you're just doing hand jive. Jesus not Christ. Like, Co-host is... Not, <laughs> spirit this is figures. not the program you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs>